0: Morning. How about that prompt start, huh? Sometimes I'm a little late, but not today. Not today. Here we are, friends. Good morning. Uh, I'm really exhausted. I'm very tired today. Okay. It's a Thursday, and yet I'm feeling the energy of a Monday on this day. This isn't even caffeinated. My doctor... Said that my cortisol levels are off the charts and so adding caffeine would only make it worse. Ugh. Whatever. Whatever. Um, thanks for being here. Happy Thursday. Welcome to those of you who are making it to your first live streams. How fun is this? We're both, we're all here at one time together, just chatting. I really enjoy these live streams because I'm going to be honest, I don't always read the comments section on my YouTube videos because sometimes they're mean and sometimes I don't have the mental capacity to handle it. But this feels like a safe space where we all get to come together and connect and chat. All right, all right. Honestly, reading the news for me is fun, if you can believe it. I don't know why. It's like watching the world burn. It's like here we go. What's new now? Plus, like Trump keeps getting sued and stuff, and so a lot of it feels really like cathartic, if anything. If anything. Oh boy. Mean comments on the internet. I know. Can you believe it? Though, I just dropped a video yesterday, um, part two to my TikTok, alt-right TikTok reaction video, which did really well. And so I wanted to do another one, and this one seems to be doing well. And that comment section is fucking funny. You guys had me cackling yesterday at that comment section. Um, And I'm thinking about turning it into, like, a full-ass series, like, parts 1 through 25 or something. Like, just really fucking running with it. Because they're very fun. And it also feels somehow very meaningful. Like, we're actually having important conversations, even if it's just me talking into a void. But I'm a Leo, so I'm good at that. Or Leo Rising. Uh, And, um... I think it allows us to kind of dismantle the divisions in this country in like an unexpected way. Not that I'm saying I'm going to single-handedly dismantle the divisions in this country, but I feel like there's a lot of fodder for content because holy shit, there's just hundreds of TikToks like that. But then also like conversation could be had. It's fun. Shines a light. That is correct is correct. All right. Oh, I'm glad California. Wow, you are up early. I am dragging. Okay, let's jump in to the election results. Listen, you guys have probably heard a lot of them already, you especially at least from your state. Um at this point, control of the Senate uh unclear <laughs> we've got races in Nevada and Arizona that are still uncalled and it's going to probably be days before they're done counting all those ballots um and then in Arizona the Democrat is leading in Georgia they're going to go to a runoff vote on December 6th which is wild because that's the race with Herschel Walker why are so many people voting for this man make it make sense. Okay. So based on those numbers, Oh, can you guys hear Moira snoring today? She is out. She's sleepy, just like her mother. Okay. So based on those numbers, like we got 48 Democrats, 49 Republicans, and then like one, one of these, the one from Arizona might be a Democrat. Then we're 49 to 49. And so it's going to come down to that that uh, that Georgia runoff again. This is the same thing that happened at the last Georgia election. It determined which way the Senate swayed, um, and then control of the House is still unclear as well. But it's looking more likely that Republicans might be nearing a small majority there. So that sucks. But it's not like anything that the House was passing was getting into the Senate and passing. You know what I mean? Like they were passing all sorts of progressive shit in the House that was just absolutely dying in the Senate. So more gridlock. Like here we are back back at it again. Back at it again with the gridlock. All right. I mean, and then we got some disappointing governor's races, Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis. We're not like shocked, but it's disappointing in Texas that he was running against Beto O'Rourke, who Beto just feels like he's been fighting for his life out there for fucking years at this point. It can't can't get an inch, you know, but that's what you get for being in Texas, I guess. Get the fuck out. Oh, boy, Rubio won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Pennsylvania, we had that exciting upset. Fetterman, John Fetterman won. I love the look of that guy. That guy looks like he has been put through a meat grinder. And I mean that as a compliment. That is, that is, it's, it's, I, I don't love politicians. I don't find a lot of hope in like placing all of your faith in them to like fix things because they usually won't. But I do like the vibe of working class Democrats getting a lot more say and a lot more airtime because half the reason why so many people feel alienated from the Democratic Party is because of its elitism and they're not fucking wrong. They're not wrong. It's a bunch of old, white, rich people controlling everything. And... Of course, they're going to be out of touch. Rich people are out of touch. We talked about this last time. You lose like science, like studies have shown you lose your capability for empathy when you become rich because you no longer need community or others to help you with anything because you can buy it all. You can pay for it all. So of course, you're not gonna know how to fucking run a country that's filled with middle and lower and working class people. You're not gonna speak to the masses. I want. Men like John Fetterman who look like they've been fucking put through a meat grinder. If it's going to have to be a white man, make it a John Fetterman. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? (sighs) All right. Moving on. Let's see. I'm not going to go through of it. Minnesota, look at okay, so the Senate forecast chance of control is lean oh, leaning democrat. I I feel like that has changed since I looked at this like an hour ago. Leaning democrat. House forecast probably Republican. Yeah. Um, in Minnesota, we reelected Ilhan Omar. I did, I filled in that circle. Keith Ellison, who's like a pretty badass attorney general. Um, and we have the trifecta now, Democratic everything. So maybe we can get some progressive shit done here. Something tells me no, because we still have like shitheads like Mayor Fry and the Minneapolis. Mayor, who everyone hates because of his response to the George Floyd uh, murder and and subsequent riots. He's been very uh, soft on cops, soft on cops, hard on evicting people living in tents. He loves harassing homeless people. Uh, So we still got work to do in Minnesota here. But in other exciting news, uh, in California, Vermont, and Michigan, they voted to officially add abortion to their state constitutions, enshrine the right to abortion in their state constitutions. And in Kentucky, they put up a vote saying, let's add language to ban abortion in our constitution, and that vote was a resounding, no, thank you. No, thank you. So that's, uh, that's where we're at in this country where fully 60% of people at least are pro-abortion rights in some capacity. Another area in which our Congress is out of step with what people actually want. Um, Many of Trump's hand-picked candidates lost their races, which, icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. And we have our first Gen Z member of Congress. Uh, you don't have to be able to. This is, oh no, it's not loading. Okay, this is the guy. Uh, yeah, his name is Maxwell Frost. He's 25. He's a progressive Democrat. Like look at him jump around. Sorry, just watching a just watching a politician jump. <laughs> feels novel right now because all of our politicians are literally geriatric. Um so he's a progressive democrat and he's out of Florida if you can believe it. Florida. You made this guy? Look at you guys doing something good. So yeah, Maxwell Frost. He heads to the House of Representatives next year. Go get him, Tiger. You got this. Okay. Another weird thing I heard on the so I heard on the radio yesterday. I did not check this, so take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But I heard that uh, people from foreign lands can buy tickets to come to the United States on election day as like a tourist attraction to like gawk at us. I don't know if this is something new since the 2020 election or if this has always been a thing and it's more just like watch American democracy at work like propaganda, but now it's more like watch American democracy fucking crumble. Pay for the tickets. Oh, can you hear Moira? I hope you guys can hear Moira. I really need to, uh, I'm getting a pup cam for Moira once we hit 100,000 on my main channel. We're at like 87,000 right now. Yeah, come on down from Canada. Have a gawk. Have a gawk at us. Plus 2024, I mean, that is going to be a fucking shit show. I am hoping to not live in this country anymore by that point. If I'm being honest. If I'm being honest. All right, Um. right, let's see. Okay. And now that the election is over, I'm thrilled to announce that Trump o'clock will probably be back with much more frequency and regularity because there's this 60-day rule that people generally follow. I don't think it's a written rule. Maybe it is, but it's like a decorum rule where like where there's like an election coming up, politics getting embroiled in the judicial process, the 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 way to do to function under that is to make a pause for 60 days before the election, where you're not pursuing election related lawsuits, or if you're up for re-election, you're not pursuing politically charged lawsuits. It's just like decorum. Let's let's make sure that we're not like worried about the judicial process being tainted by like re-election, et cetera, et cetera. It will always be tainted by politics, but there's a 60 day rule. So people like Letitia James, for example, the New York attorney general who is pursuing a civil lawsuit against Trump and his company, she was just reelected. So she'll continue, but she's been kind of on pause for the last 60 days. Um, And so now it's going to get messy. It's going to get messy also because Trump is expected to announce that he's running for president in 2024 in the next week or so. So then you've got a Democratic administration, Democratic DOJ seeking to prosecute a potential or a confirmed Republican candidate for president and former Republican president. Like things get messy. So we'll see. We'll see. And apparently after the election results, he was so mad. He was screaming at everyone. Blaming everyone else for the election results, because remember, like, his picks, many of them were not elected, including his wife, who apparently was the one to tell him to back Dr. Oz. Which I just thought was funny, because then I pictured Melania just sitting in Trump Tower in her, like, god-awful, gold-encrusted living room in the early 2000s. I don't know that they were married then, but, you know, somewhere in the early 2000s watching Oprah being like, this Dr. Oz is on to some stuff. This Dr. Oz seems to have a lot of medical cures, secrets, and pills that could help me with my maladies. I like this guy. Thanks, Oprah. Like, she was definitely an early 2000s Oprah housewife. You know what I mean? I just thought that was fun to picture. Yeah, he threw a temper tantrum. Can you believe it? He blamed everyone but himself. Can you believe it? Trump acting like a child? No. What? What? That's true. He's also sitting in Mari a lago uh, despite the literal hurricane blowing through. Oh, listen, I was an early, if you can believe this, I was an early 2000s Oprah teen. Like my friend and I would go go her, to her place after middle school, early high school, because she had all the good snacks. You know, her family let her have like those oatmeal cream pie shit and like fruit roll ups and pizza rolls and shit. So we always went to her place and we would get there right as Oprah was starting. So we'd like Rev up the microwave with those pizza rolls and throw Oprah on for whatever whatever drama she had for that day. I that was a that was a lovely time in our lives. It was a good that was a fun it was a fun time back in Oprah's heyday. Yeah. All right. In other news, the the guy who attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer, yeah, he's been indicted. Both on state charges and on federal charges. Uh, this guy, his name's David DePape. <laughs> that makes me think of that uh, Kenan Thompson character in SNL. De what? Do you guys watch SNL? I watch it religiously. Which I feel like isn't cool to do anymore. But Well, I'm not going to watch it this weekend because they're having fucking Dave Chappelle on as a host. No. Bad, SNL. Bad. We are boycotting. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, apparently when an officer showed up on the scene, he directed DePape to drop the hammer, and DePape responded, um, nope, before forcefully swinging it at Paul Pelosi. The exchange lasted about 15 seconds and left Pelosi and DePape lying on the floor with blood swelling around Paul Pelosi's head. He was arrested. He had broken in through a glass door on the back porch. They recovered a roll of tape, white rope, a second hammer, a pair of rubber and cloth gloves, and zip ties. Yikes. Yikes. All right. So in state court, a San Francisco judge ordered him to be held without bail on state charges of attempted murder, burglary, and elder abuse. And then he was also indicted on federal charges, including assault upon an immediate family member of a U.S. official with the intent to retaliate against the official on account of the performance of official duties, which I didn't realize was a law, but that's interesting. And a second charge alleges he attempted to kidnap a U.S. official on account of the performance of official duties. The first charge carries a maximum of 30 years, and the second, a maximum of 20 years. So they got him both on state and on federal charges. So, oh, okay, that's interesting. You know, uh, yeah, someone had said that he was from Canada, but he was actually a Berkeley, California native. Uh, So that's that. And then, all right, so the last time I was live, we talked about oral arguments for the Halland v. Brackeen Supreme Court case, that Indian Child Welfare Act case. We talked about that last time. The oral arguments happened on Wednesday. And based apparently based on the judge's questions during oral arguments, it appears... Many of them are in favor of leaving the Indian Child Welfare Act intact, if not entirely, at least mostly, meaning that they're not going to rule that it's unconstitutional and they're not going to classify native nations as a race of people as opposed to as a sovereign nation. Um... There was some questions during oral argument about the fact that the law requires that native children be placed in native households wherever possible, but it doesn't discriminate based on tribe. It doesn't say like a Navajo child must be placed with a Navajo family wherever possible. And so there might be questions about whether that's constitutional because it does seem to lump all natives together in in a sort of Seemingly potentially race-based classification, so that specific little part of it might be overturned to where it has to say like a, Nav- a Navajo child has to be placed with a Navajo, like tribe-specific. Um, which, I mean, I don't know the full like ramifications of that change, but I will say that it's not the full overturning that many people feared, where they would then classify all Native tribes as a race of people, which then would lead to probably a dismantling of all of their rights because they would be considered race-based as opposed to sovereign nation-based, which then could be challenged on constitutionality grounds. Does that make sense? That's, that's the thing. That's that. So we'll see... We'll see what happens. Usually <clears throat> it takes a long ass time for them to come out with their decisions. So yeah, unexpected. I think the thing is that this is less, it's divisive, but it's less divisive along political lines. It's just divisive along maybe race, racial lines, but more just like how you believe the federal government and Native tribes should be interacting with each other and I feel like welfare like the welfare of children tends to have a I mean everyone cares about the welfare of children but there is a right like that is also cared about on the right so I could see it being something that kind of like weaves across political lines all right Uh, Let's see. In other random news, I have just a smattering of, like, random headlines for you guys now. There's a listeria outbreak from deli meat and cheese. Okay? Watch out. Especially tell your parents. The median age of people who have been sickened by this uh, latest outbreak is, like, 74. So if you're pregnant or it's a baby, don't feed your baby deli meats. pretty sure that's a common rule. But if you're pregnant... I think if you're pregnant, you're not supposed to eat deli meats either. If you're pregnant or older or amino compromised, careful about meats you got from the deli counter and cheeses you got from the deli counter. I don't think this involves like packaged deli meat, but more so like deli counter deli meat. Ick. Ick. Don't eat it. Okay. This story really fucking chaps my ass. All right. Today in fuck the police. Apparently a cop in Florida, of course, saw a blind man walking down the street. This blind man was walking, but he had his walking cane not in front of him to use, but folded up in his back pocket. He's considered legally blind. I don't know what that means in legal terms. I assume he can kind of see enough to like walk around a little without his cane. I'm clearly uninformed on this issue. Anyway, the comp sees the thing folded in his back pocket and was like, surely the only explanation for someone to have something in their back pocket is that it must be a gun. Must be a gun. So they stop him. And because he looks white, they don't shoot him. They just ask him questions about his gun in his pocket. And he was like, it's a fucking walking cane. You idiots. I don't think he said it in those words, but he should have. But then after the cop learned that it was not a gun and that this man was not armed, she still asked for his ID. I don't know why. I don't know why. Seemed as though there was no probable cause to be stopping this man. Not even any sort of like reasonable reasonable suspicion that there might be probable cause. for. You know, like there is no reason to be stopping this man at this point. He refused to give her his ID. And so she handcuffed him. And then went and checked if there were any warrants out for his arrest, which again, what reason did she have for any of this? Unclear. And the body cam footage, it looks like they were also being really fucking condescending to him after she checked to see if there was any arrests out, warrants out for his arrest. This guy, her supervisor, this guy was like see, it wasn't that hard, was it? To which he responded, oh, I'll make it hard. Please give me your badge number and your name. At which point they arrested him for resisting an officer. Charges that were immediately dropped by the judge when he was arraigned. An apology was issued. And the cop and her supervisor, this guy, who were both present, were disciplined, and they're being made to go to remedial civil rights trainings, which clearly didn't work in the first place. So what are we doing? And I just have been noticing. So my video next week is all about the Courtney Clenny trial. If you don't know, she's this OnlyFans influencer who murdered her boyfriend. It's an interesting case. I go deep into detail in next week's main main channel video on Wednesday. Uh, but there's some body cam footage of similarly, I found personally, in my opinion, to be incredibly condescending cops lording their power and their knowledge of the law over people. Knowledge of the law being like, I don't know, 16 hours of training and then being handed a gun um just absolutely huge egos demanding utter deference and respect like bow to me peasant levels of like respect fucking maddening absolutely i hate it like this is i mean there's so many things wrong with our like, law enforcement in this country, but, like, this is a huge one because the type of people who decide to be cops, not all, not all, but the type of person who wants to be able to have this type of power over other people and wield a weapon while doing so, that's a specific type of person that's going to attract a specific crowd. And that specific crowd is not really the type of people that I want to be enforcing our laws with guns. Right? And this guy was lucky because he was looks white at least. And like who the fuck knows if he was black and had a walking cane in the back of in the back of his jeans? Could have been a drive-by shooting based on the track record of the cops in this country. Like a cop a cop perpetrated drive by shooting. Like what the fuck? That's fair. That's fair you don't want to visit America because human rights are being violated. I think you're fucking right. I think you're right. Ugh. Get me out of this country. I'm going to visit Lisbon in March with my partner because we're, like, seriously considering relocating. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to be able to just like be in large public spaces and not be afraid of being shot. Going to a concert and not checking for all the exits first to make sure I know and then picturing how many bodies would press against me if I would get trampled. It would be really great to be able to be in public spaces and in groups and crowds without literally fearing for my life or a movie theater or my friends who have children in schools or our teachers. This is no way to fucking live, you guys. The The quality of life in America is not the life I want to be living. And so I'd like to leave. So I'd like to leave. Oh, speaking of quality of life in America, let's talk about healthcare and elder care both of which is obscenely expensive and not that great. Here's an example of something fucking nuts that I read this morning. A nurse in a nursing home in Wisconsin, because of course, Wisconsin, amputated a man's foot without permission because she wanted to taxidermy it. She told colleagues that her family owned a taxidermy shop and she wanted to create a display with this man's foot Next to a sign that says, Wear your boots, kids. Like she wanted to take this man's foot and fucking live, laugh, love it for someone's house. A taxidermy foot. And it's not even a good sign, Wear your boots, kids. Like come up with something funnier if you're going to have a fucking amputated, taxidermied foot on display. This man was like in his 60s, he was dying. He had gotten horrible frostbite on his feet. So they were black and he was in a lot of pain. And so she claims that she was just trying to help him. So she just cut his fucking foot off. She's a nurse. (laughs) She's a nurse. Just cut his foot off. I don't know what else. Like, what the fuck? She was charged with two felonies, mayhem, and intentionally causing great bodily harm to an elderly person. And they enhanced the possible punishment up by six years because she's accused of victimizing someone six years older. Like, she is just, she just, she just decided she got to do that. Like, what the fuck? I'm trying to see how long she might serve. Like, it's a long-ass fucking sentence. For this, like, it was a weirdly, like, on a whim, like, oh, yeah, this human being, I'm going to just chop off his foot because I'm in a taxidermy. Wouldn't that be funny and cute? What the fuck? Okay, I didn't see it. It was something like up to 80 years in prison. For this, like, on a whim, sadistic, straight out of fucking saw for weird thing that she did. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. She faces up to 92 years in prison if convicted. What the fuck? I have no other words to say about that. In other what-the-fuck news, a co-founder of Oculus, his name is Palmer Lucky, which is a stupid name, he designed a virtual reality headset that actually kills the user in real life if they die inside the game that they're playing. Like, these are, like, electric shocks that would go straight to your fucking brain. Like, what the fuck is this Black Mirror horror show. Why would you invent this? Like this on a visceral level makes me like horrified. No, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you make this? Why would you even suggest it? At this point, he says, it's just like a, like something like a display for your desk. Like it's not real. It's just a display on his desk. No, no, no. No, no, I feel like that meme of from the office was just like, no, 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 I hate it. Nope. I'm not interested. Not in this black mirror bullshit. Keep me out. Keep me out. Yeah, the thing, like, why would you even think of this, let alone go ahead, think of it and say, ah, yes, let me create that. That's something I want in this world. That's something I want to release into the world. I just, uh, humans, you know, what the fuck, dude? I am over humanity today. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Great. Great. That's all I have for you today. I just got myself hot and bothered. Okay, a lot of you guys are talking about sword art. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm truly, I don't know what you're saying. But if this means anything to you. Here's an explanation. Just I'm over it. I'm over it. All right. I've had enough. Can we should we do a, a little pup, a little clean a little palette clean cleaner, cleanser? Wow. Sorry, I just <laughs> forgot how to put words together. Let's do a palette cleanser. With my pup. Moira, do you want to see how did the people? She's giving me the side eye. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. Okay, baby. You want to come? Oh, my goodness, big girl. Oh, sweet baby. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at this sack of potatoes I found. Say hello. <laughs> Very unamused. Oh, we give you the belly rubs is my baby. Is she so sweet? you have to sleep? Oh, she just had a little burp. I was hoping it would be loud, but she did not let it out. Is she so sleepy? Is she my sleepy girl? My baby. My baby. (laughs) Look at that chin. Oh, honey bunny. (gasps) She's so sweet. She is so sweet and beautiful. Oh, that is so nice. Just give people a little moment of feeling happy. Oh, that is so nice. Okay. I'll let you free. Right back to bed for her. You guys want bubbles as well? Hold on. She's over here. One second. Bubbles. Sweet girl, that's so nice. These ladies love to be held. She likes to lick. She's got a licking fetish. That's so nice. Okay, we'll put you back to bed. She's 15 years old. Oh, I'm just covered in hair now. (sighs) (laughs) Hi, boobies. I like to call her bubble. Inspired by uh, how Jenna Marbles always called marbles. Marble. Bubble. Hello, bubble. Oh, good. Me too. That actually really that like just holding them really like lowered my blood pressure. All right, have we have we cleansed our palates now? Are we ready to take on this day, this fucking Thursday? I might take on a nap later. Thanks for chatting with me, though. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling more awake. So thank you for waking me up this morning. Um, yeah, more complicit than Moira and somehow more full of rage is exactly right. She's like, yes, you may hold me, but beware. Beware. All right. Okay. I hope you guys have a lovely day. Don't forget to support this channel in whatever way you can. The best thing you can do right now because this channel is still growing is subscribe if you haven't and hit that thumbs up button on this video. If you haven't, that helps the algorithm tell people that it's a fun video to watch Helps me grow this secondary live streaming channel. Thank you to those of you who have jumped over from my main channel to this channel. I appreciate it. Um, You can also buy merch in the link below or join me on Patreon in the link below. Or you can join my main channel on YouTube itself. Lots of ways to show support. Thank you for being here. A thumbs up is also amazing and appreciated. So I hope you have lovely Thursdays. I will be back here. You just double check my schedule because you never fucking know. Yeah, I'll be back here bright and early 8.30 a.m. Monday morning to talk more news headlines. All right. All right. Have a good weekend, everyone. Don't forget to relax. Take a nap or two. Enjoy your time. Thanks for being here. Have a good day. Bye-bye.